Hello and welcome to The Lone Ranger from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. horse with the speed of light, the cloud of dust, and a hearty high silver, the Lone Ranger. Indian companion Tonto, the daring and resourceful masked rider of the plains led the fight for law and order in the early western United States. Nowhere in the pages of history can one find a greater champion of justice. Return with us now to those thrilling days of yesteryear. From out of the past come the thundering hoofbeats of the great horse Silver. The Lone Ranger rides again. Come on, Silver. Let's go, big fellow. I'm Silver. Two horsemen rode along the trail to the little town of Weston. One of them, Jake Barton, was hard and tough-looking. The other, the younger of the two, was Jim Miller, a man about 30, whose lean, hard face was softened by the rather sad, faraway look in his eyes as he spoke to his companion. You know, Jake, guess if I had it to do over again, I'd have led a different sort of life. Being in prison a few years makes a man think. Well, you always did have a soft streak in you, Jim. <laughs> I haven't made any plans yet, but I am hoping my brother Paul feels different about things now. What did you fall out about, anyhow? Well, when I was young, I was always in trouble. Spending money as fast as I could get it out of Dad. When he died, he left everything to Paul. I was out in the cold. That was a dirty trick for him to do, no, I deserved it, I guess. Paul helped me out for a while. Then I got in more trouble. We had a big argument. 
He said I was a no-good, worthless hombre and that he never wanted to see me again. So I uh, hit the trail, got in with some old hoots and ended up in prison. Didn't you ever see your brother after that? No, Paul's a few years older than I am. I heard he got married and opened a bank in Weston and was doing well for himself. Then when you heard he was a widower and living alone, you decided to go back as soon as you got out and join up with him, if he'd have you, huh? Well, I guess that's about the way it is, Jake. If you'll stake me for a while, maybe I can show him I'm done with being like I was in the past. Yeah, have it your way. <laughs> I sure hope you're not disappointed, Jim. Oh, I think I'll make out all right living with Paul. Get up, fella. Get up there. Later that day, Dan Reed, nephew of the Lone Ranger, entered the general store in Weston for a few supplies. Two men were waiting while the storekeeper gave his attention to a little girl at the counter. Now, Peggy, you just have to make up your mind which candy you want. There's others waiting. Now, let me see. Which ones do you get the most of for a penny? Uh, those right there, them hard ones. Well, I don't like the hard ones so much, but I guess I'd better take some of those anyway. <laughs> You're just like your pa, Peggy. Always wanting the most for your money. Well, here you are. Thank you. Here's the penny. Uh, guess you're next, mister. What can I do for you? Oh, I uh, reckon I want one of those tan shirts there. Oh, why don't you buy one of those nice blue ones, mister? I like the blue ones. You do? Say, what's your name? My name's Peggy. What's yours? Oh, my name's Jim, and my friend's Come name... Oh, is... Jim. Get that shirt and let's get out of here. Why waste time talking to the kid? I don't think you're very nice. Uh? But I like Jim a lot. Will you have some candy? Oh, no, thanks. You keep it all, Peggy. Uh, say you want one of them tan shirts, stranger? No, I've changed my mind. Uh, I'll take one of the blue ones. Golly. Are you getting a blue one because I told you to? Are you? I sure am, Peggy. Gee. Just because you told me to. Well, let's see. Uh, well, that one looks about my size, mister. Yeah, I'll wrap it up for you. Uh, never mind that. Uh, I'll take it as long as it is. Here's the money. Uh, that enough? Yeah, sure is. Hey, you got some change coming. Yeah, take that much back. Thanks, sir. Uh, well, Peggy, I hope I'll meet you again. Come on, Jim. We're wasting time. Goodbye, Peggy. Goodbye. Yeah, what you want, son? Oh, uh, I'll have uh, some sugar and coffee, please. Have it for you in a jiffy. What's your name? My name's Dan Reed. What's the rest of your name, Peggy? My whole name is Peggy Miller. Peggy Miller, huh? Mm -hmm. That's a nice name. Yeah, here you are, son. <laughs> Peggy sure took a shine to that other fella. Now she's shining up to you. She'd be worth waiting for a young fella. Her daddy's our banker here. <laughs> I'll come around to see you maybe ten years from now, Peggy. Oh, I'll be grown up by then, and you won't even know me. I better go now. Goodbye, Dan. Goodbye. Goodbye, Mr. Jenkins. Goodbye, Peggy. Goodbye. Uh, see you tomorrow. She's sure a nice little girl. Pretty, too. Well, I'll pay you for my things and be on my way. Dan Reed left the store in Weston and rode to the Lone Ranger's camp. He told the Lone Ranger and Tonto about the little girl in the store. <laughs> it was funny the way she took a liking to the man who called himself Jim. She told the other man right out that she didn't like him. <laughs> 
Youngsters have a way of being outspoken, Dan. Right, right. Yes, I know. But I had to laugh when she told the fellow Jim to buy a blue shirt instead of the tan when he asked for. He bought the blue one, too, just to please her. You know, there's good in a man who will go out of his way to please a child. Uh, what did he look like, Dan? He was tall, thick, sandy hair, oh? and kind of rough-looking. Yet when he smiled, I liked him. I didn't like the other one, though. And Dan think just like little girl. So it seems, Toto. Oh, what about the other one, Dan? What did he look like? Rather heavy set, very tough looking, and he had a jagged scar over his eye. They're rather strange companions, seems to me. Ah. I thought so, too. I found out the little girl is the banker's daughter. Her name is Peggy Miller. Oh, I see. Banker Miller has a house on the edge of town. I didn't know he had a little daughter. I uh, thought he lived alone. Kimasabi. What is it, Toto? Heavy set, tough man with jagged scar. Him sound like him outlaw we sent to jail long time ago. Oh, yes. Jake Barton. Ah. I remember him. He's been in and out of prison most of his life. Wherever he goes, trouble starts. Ah. After we have supper, Tonto, you ride into Weston and have a look around. And me do it. Won't hurt to keep an eye on that man. Here's Jake Barton. It's a good idea to be on guard. Then if he starts trouble, we'll be ready. Meantime, in their small hotel room in town, Jim was admiring himself in the old wall mirror as Jake looked on. <laughs> you know, Jake... That little girl was right. This blue shirt really dresses me up. Yeah. Well, you wouldn't understand, I guess, but that sweet little kid stood for the sort of things I threw out of my life, Jake. Seeing her and having her talk to me the way she did made me want them back. Made that kind of life seem worthwhile. Uh, now you're talking loco, Jim. Uh... I just feel a little curious about how you're going to make out with that brother of yours. I suppose he don't aim to want you around, Jim. Oh, Paul will be willing to overlook the past. If I convince him, I intend to go straight. After all, I'm his only living kin. Well, I'll be on my way. Wish me luck, Jay. Sure, Jim, sure. I'll, uh, I'll meet you in the cafe later, and you can tell me how you made out. Now, uh... Go on and face down that brother of yours. Sorry, mister. Bank's just closing. You'll have to come back in the morning to do any business. I came to see Mr. Paul Miller. It's very important. But Mr. Miller is just about to leave for the day. I'm sure if you come back tomorrow... I you'll... want to see him right now. Tell him it's his brother, Jim Miller who's come back and is asking to see him. You? Mr. Miller's brother? But I never Go knew tell that... him what I said, mister. Yes, 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 sir. Right away. Come in, come in. Well, what is it? Come in, sir. Says to tell you he's your brother Jim and that he's come back and wants to see you. As far as I'm concerned, I have no brother. Tell him to go away. So that's the way it is. Won't even admit I'm his brother. I'll get out of here right now. Never mind. Over here, Jim. 
Well, I see the meeting's over. <laughs> sort of short and sweet, wasn't it, Jim? Hey, uh, bring a couple of drinks here. Huh? Two drinks, coming right up. All right. Hey, yeah, uh, Jim, that's what you need. Yeah, guess I do. <sighs> what happened? He wouldn't see me. Fact is, I heard him tell the clerk who went in with my message that as far as he was concerned, he didn't have a brother. Yeah, he could have told you that's the way it would be, Jim. But I knew you'd have to find out for yourself. I still can't believe it. Somehow, I thought Paul would be a different kind of man than that. Hey, have another drink, Jim. Yeah. Uh, might as well. When are you leaving this town, Jake? Uh, most any time, but uh, I, uh, I've been thinking. What? One outside where we can talk. I told him I sold about 400. We can talk here, all right. Talk about what? Why are you acting so loco, Jake? Say, look, were you aiming to try and see your brother again? Try again? You think I'm a fool after what I heard him say? He's a low-down, dirty coyote, that's what. I hope I never see him again as long as I live. He sure did you dirty at that, Jim. The fact is, I bet he's the one that talked your paw into leaving you out of his will so he'd get it all. Funny, I never thought of that. Maybe he did. Sure he did. That's why he won't admit you're his brother. Afraid you'll try to horn in on what's yours by rights. If I thought that was true, I... that way to me. Of course, if you want to ride away and not do anything about it, I guess that's what you'll do. But, um, if I was you... Go on. What? Listen, Jim, I got a plan. We'll go to your brother's house tonight. Make me go to the bank with us and open up. Then you can grab enough money to stake us both for a long time. Rob the bank? But I... But you don't see it right, Jim. It ain't stealing to take what belongs to you, is it? He won't uh, give you any of it. So why not take it and make him help you do it, huh? Well, Come uh... on, come on, what do you say? I'm willing to help you, ain't I? Well, all right. Wait about an hour, then go over to Paul's house. Uh, You're right, Jake. We'll make my brother open the bank safe, and we'll clean it out. (laughs) (laughs) He'll have a hard time explaining he was forced to open the safe by his own brother. The curtain falls on the first act of our Lone Ranger story. Before the next exciting scenes, please permit us to pause for just a few moments.
to continue our story. As Jim and Jake finished talking of their plan and walked back into the cafe, they failed to see the Indian who had been standing in the shadows near the corner of the building. Oh, that's not good. He's right. Tell Lone Ranger. Easy, Scout. Easy, fella. Get him off, Scout. What have you found out, Toto? Did you find the men I told you about? Yeah. Uh, me find them. And me watch them. Me hear plenty Kemosabi. Go on, Toto. Me hear talk. Man, little girl like in store. Him brother to Banker Miller. But I didn't know Paul Miller had a brother. This one named Jim Miller. I see. Me hear him say, Banker not admit him brother. Banker get all father leave and will. Other feller, Jake. Him tell Jim Miller a plan to make Banker open safe at bank tonight. Then he'll be robbing his own brother. Jake, that the man was Scar. Tell Jim part of money belonged to him anyhow. Then Jake Barton was persuading Jim Miller to rob his brother by claiming Jim has a right to some of the money? Ah. And that must have been their purpose in coming to Weston. I don't think so, sir. Well, that is, uh, the younger one, Jim, seems so friendly and, well, happy when he... Say, golly. What's the matter, Dan? Jim Miller must be that little girl's uncle. She's Banker Miller's daughter. That's right. I hadn't thought of that. He was talking to his own niece and didn't know it. Ah. And what we do, Kimasabi? We ride to Banker Miller's house and keep them from carrying out their plan, Tonto. Here, Silver. Then you stay here until we get back. He's a big fellow. One, Silver. Get him off the scout. Meantime, at banker Paul Miller's home on the edge of town, the housekeeper had put Peggy to bed and had left for the night. Paul Miller sat checking over some accounts in the living room when there was a knock at the door. Now, who in tarnation can that be? All right, you put him up. What is this? Quick, What's the man? Come on, Jim. Jim? You? All right. So it is me. What of it? He recognizes you now, Jim. You wouldn't see me when I came to the bank. Now I've come here to see you. Is it necessary to come here with drawn guns? That's right, it is, Miller. What's the meaning of this, Jim? Who is this man? Oh, I'm uh, just sort of a partner, Jim, that's who. <laughs> you see, uh, we could use some money. And you're going to supply it. Now hold up, hmm? Jim, I always knew you were a good-for-nothing owl hoot. But I never thought you'd pull a hold up on your own brother. You're a little late admitting that brother stuff, Paul. You had your chance today. Now, look, Miller. Forget the family discussion. This got me his business. You're coming over to the bank with this and open this safe. No. No, I won't do it. You better do as he says, Paul. Jake's a mean hombre to fool with. I can't believe you'd stand there and be a part of such rotten business. The money at the bank doesn't belong to me. Represents the savings of everybody in town. <laughs> we ought to get quite a hold, Jim. <laughs> Come on, you. Start for the bank. I. 
Well, I guess there's nothing else I can do. Jim, you'll be sorry for this. Get moving. Jim, I'll start on ahead. You, uh, you know this house pretty well since you used to live here. Look around and uh, see if he's got anything stored away. Then join us at the bank, eh? All right. It won't take me long. You, my brother. I can't believe it. Come on, get going if you know what's good for you. And remember, it's going to be ready for quick action if you make a false move. Hurry it up, Jim. We'll go up the back way to the bank. Let's see. Dad used to keep his gold in that cabinet over there. Yeah, I was right. Paul still puts his here. Daddy, I thought I heard you talking to... Oh, hello. Where's my daddy? Why, why, you're the little girl I met today in the store. Yes, I am. Where did daddy go? Tell me, Peggy, is... Is this your home? Is Mr. Miller your daddy? Well, yes. Didn't you know that? He's awful nice, too. Did you come to see my daddy? Well, I... Peggy, you go back to bed. I'll... I'll go find your daddy and bring him back right away. All right, but don't be long. I don't like to stay here alone. And I want you to come back with him, too. Yeah, yeah, sure. I'll, I'll come back, too. Now go to bed. She... She's my own niece. That sweet little kid is... I'll have to stop Jake before it's too late. came to see your father. Oh. Well, Daddy went out. And a nice man I met today, whose name is Jim, was here, too. And he said he'd go get Daddy. And they've already been here. Thank you, little girl. I'm sure your father will soon be back. Come on, little hurry. Uh, bye. Goodbye. Please, Silver. He's a big fella. I've already go to bank. Yes. Come on, Silver. Get him up, Scout. Meantime, Jim hurried up the back way to the bank and, finding the door open, entered it. Well, what time you got here, Jim? I've been waiting for you. Uh, we'll make him open the safe. Jim, this means that I... Listen, got... Jake, the whole thing's off. We're letting him go back home right now. Say, hey. what's come over you? Here we get a chance... You heard to... what I said, Jake. We're not going through with it. Good for you, Jim. Oh, 
yes, we are going through with that safe. <laughs> now get over there and open that safe. Don't you do it, Paul. So that's the way you want it, eh? <laughs> Don't rot, Jim. Reach for the ceiling. But Jake, Reach, I... I said. All right. Get I'll... over beside your brother. Now both of you walk toward the safe. Twist them dials and make sure you do it right. No, Go, I'm not sure. Stop pushing them, do you hear? Listen, Jim. I'd just as soon plug you as him, so shut up. Get working on the safe. I'm. All right. But before I empty that safe, I'm... Look out, Paul! <laughs> give me that gun, you murdering coyote! I'll give it to you, all right? <laughs> I tried to save my life. Well, he ain't able to stop me now. With you out of the way... Hey, drop that gun! What the... Drop it! Now, who down without... Oh, my arm! I suppose you've oh. come to finish what he started. Close that safe. Close it? Sure. Now, Banker Miller, pick up his gun and watch that crook. Yes, I'll get it. I have it. Good. Watch him closely. Uh, what about the man on the floor here? He's my brother, Jim. He, he tried to prevent the robbery. We saved my life just before you came. I see. You'll be all right. With a nasty blow on the head. We'll take Jake Barton to the sheriff, and we'll get your brother to your home. Later, at Banker Miller's home, Jim was lying on the couch in the living room when Paul came from the bedroom bringing little Peggy. Hello. I'm glad you brought my daddy back like you said you would. Oh, do you have a headache? Yeah, Peggy. Uh, guess I have. Peggy, Jim tells me you two have already met. Oh, yes, we met today. And I saw him here tonight, too. I like Jim, Daddy. Well, I'm glad you do, Peggy. You see, Jim is really your uncle. My uncle? Uncle? Oh, I always wanted to have an uncle. I'm glad I have such a nice one. Jim's going to stay with us here from now on. It used to be his home, you know, and it's about time he returned. Oh, I'm so glad. Do you... Do you really want me to stay, Paul? Yes, Jim, I do. I knew a true Miller wouldn't do what I thought you were going to do tonight. Well, Paul, the truth is, Peggy's the reason I didn't go through with it. I am? You sure are, honey. When I found out you were Paul's little girl, well, liking you as I do, I couldn't let anything happen to him. Now, could I? Oh, no. Thanks to you and your friend, Jim, Jake Barton didn't get away with the thing. In fact, I've decided you made out like you were going through with it just to catch him red-handed. I did what I could, Paul, but what friend is it you mean? Oh, Daddy must mean that nice masked man who came here a while ago. Masked man? Well, yes, Jim. He said he came to the bank because he was a friend of yours and... He and his Indian friend helped me bring you home. Did he say who he was, Paul? No. <laughs> but the sheriff told me. He was the Lone Ranger.
story you have just heard is a copyrighted feature of the Lone Ranger Incorporated.